after Tracy and I brought forth uh, the birthing of House Bill 359 here in the state of Utah, after battling all the insurance companies and seeing the crap that they tried to pull on us for trying to hold back this bill from passing, Tracy brings to me a letter that was actually made public uh, from Delta Dental to a patient from a doc that got rid of Delta. And you know what we train on here at My Practice, My Business, how to take the insurance companies, how to be profitable with them using their own rules and regulations that most of you don't know about. We begin our podcast. This is going to be a fun one right here. Welcome, all you wonderful dental podcast listeners to the My Practice, My Business Dental Podcast Show, where we help dentists profit and thrive with excerpts from the clinical business of dentistry training here in My Practice, My Business. We'll be addressing and answering questions with current trends dentists and their teams face each and every day in their pursuit of this wonderful career we call dentistry. And now, the host of our show, the clinical director at My Practice, My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still laughing uh, at this uh, letter that Tracy read to me. And Trace, go ahead and take it away here for a minute. Right. Tell uh, first. Start out with the doc. What he said. So, so the doctor wrote, "I didn't. I agonized over the decision, but now that it's done, an eerie calm has washed over me." That's that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you know I, what? Good good for him. Yeah, good for you, Doc, for getting rid of an insurance company. There's nothing wrong with that. We certainly do plow through several of ours each year, and we, we get rid of one or two a year. Yep. I'm watching one right now, so we'll see what happens with that. But what really got to me <laughs> was the letter that this insurance company decided to send to every single one of those patients and the lies that were Blake just blatantly said in this letter. It just, I, I, you just got to roll your eyes and go, where does this come from? This is a letter that Delta Dental sent to all of his patients. And he, he can still see these patients. He just is how to network. And here it comes. All right. Don't, don't state the state. Oh, no, I won't, I won't say okay, it. Okay, that's all okay. right. We're trying to keep, keep Dear it. Dear member, we want to inform you that your dentist will no longer participate with Delta Dental. Oops, I told the name. Well, Delta's okay. Just yeah, that's not okay. I'm just not going to tell you the state. Yeah, exactly. That means that your Delta Dental benefits will no longer cover you at the same level if you continue to see this dentist after the date. Well, wait, stop right there. At the same level. At the same level. It, that's actually inaccurate. It should be at the same decreased level of decreased service because dentists are forced to race to the bottom with cheaper supplies and labs just to provide dentistry for you because they're upside down and they're just trying to break even. Okay, just I, that's how it should have been worded. Yeah, I'm just it, saying. It should have been. Yeah, this will okay. be fun. Keep going. Okay, so some here, this is great. Some of the most important benefits of seeing a Delta Dental participating dentist are number one. Number one. Discounted fees. Oh, wow, you're so lucky, patient. Discount. You get a discount. This is exactly why Delta Dental actually wants you to send in your fee for service fees so that they can show the patient just how much of a discount that they get in, 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 and to show that that mean dentist, he or she is charging way too much for their services. And not. Not to mention, though, that the fee-for-service fees that most dentists uh, charge barely 
oftentimes really cover their direct operating yeah, costs per hour. Yeah, it's usually not high enough. <laughs> it, it's not high enough. It should be your DOC plus 30%, but we won't even go there. Some of you guys will get that. You'll look at your top 10 procedures and go, ooh, wow, Rob and Tracy are right. I need to raise my fees. That's right. But yeah, yeah, it's great knowing that my dentist uh, is giving me a discount. discount. What is he doing to cut corners to make that happen? Uh, he, or, he or she. He or she. Just because so. you're a she doesn't mean you leave the she's out. Yeah, that's true. We do well, our, usually the, the females are usually a little bit smarter with them. So, okay. okay. Fine. All right. We'll admit so, it. Uh, let's see here. Well, here's another perk. Delta Dental payments are sent to participating dentists so you won't need to pay up front for expected insurance reimbursements. Oh, okay. That's a huge deal. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to get a check from them, what, in like, well, well like three well, three months usually. It takes forever for them to pay you. But maybe then they'll feel the pain of getting a reimbursement check from the insurance companies. Wow. Call that mm. a miracle. All right. Here's another fun one. Protection from balance billing. And that is being billed the difference between Delta's discounted fees and the dentist's regular fees. Oh, no. Not balance billing. Look, all you listeners out there, do you understand what uncovered services laws are that some of your states have passed? Well, those non-covered are non-covered. Awesome. Yeah, sorry, uncovered. <laughs> it's late. It's late. <laughs> Non-co- <laughs> non-covered service laws. Non-covered. If an insurance company doesn't cover a service, you can bill your fee-for-service fee to that patient. Um, gets a little tricky and difficult sometimes with treatment planning, but you still can. But they're they have they're, they're, um, they have bypassed those laws by saying so, that something's non-covered and non-billable to the patient. That's what our law here in Utah that Tracy and I got through uh, protects us from. Yeah, and please check your local state laws with non-covered. There are a few that don't have that law, so make sure that your state does have that. Yeah, geez. So what was that topic again uh, on balance billing? Oh, it's pro- they said? you're being protected, protected from it. Protected against balance billing. You're, you're being protected from the dentist actually actually making a living. You know what? Now that you're saying that, I'm looking at the, the three, wait, see here, five points. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Four of those points, three of those points, mention protection. How Prote- misleading is that, though, to, to say that your insurance company is protecting the patient against the dentist. Protected. I, I, I don't I was, know. That bugs me. Hey, I was going to pull the joke about safe dentistry, but I'm not going to pull that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is my favorite here. Um, I'm going to take the lead with this one. Protection from unbundling. This is a billing practice where one procedure is broken down and billed as multiple procedures, increasing the cost to a patient. Let me just be very clear with this. We got in a big argument with Delta when we were passing this law. And Blue Cross. Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty pretty nasty. There could have been some blood. But ultimately, they were trying to say that unbundling was fraudulent. And I need to be very clear to every one of you that unbundling absolutely is not fraudulent. Being fraudulent is the deception to obtain an improper payment from an insurer. Can you tell that I have that memorized? I just CornellUniversity.org. Well, the, the gentleman from, from Delta Dental didn't have it memorized when we well, asked him you know. what that what that meant. Oh, it was his interpretation. It was crazy. <laughs> he, so, and then he, and then after you gave him the definition, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I Tracy, agree. I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah, your definition's <laughs> more accurate than mine. <laughs> anyway. So, so, so this unbundling practice is something that we need to be really careful about, obviously, and there are certain things that should not be unbundled, but let's face it, when you're doing a crown and a buildup and the insurance company tries to, tries to force you to bundle those services uh, and you unbundle them, 
is that a bad thing? I, I or, don't know. Or are you actually declaring the services you provide a doctor? And that's actually what you're doing. You are declaring the services you provided. And did they mention bundling? Are you getting into bundling here in a second? Oh, they were talking about unbundling and how bad that is. So, um, this is a billing practice where one procedure is broken down right. and billed as multiple procedures. Now, I'm pretty sure that the American Dental Association has declared that bundling is potentially fraudulent in their Centers for success. Dental Success, whatever mm-hmm. it is, practice success. And what's really interesting is even in the CDT codebook, though, they have bundling. They have bundling of anesthetic, bundling of sutures in oral surgery, and that needs to stop. That needs to be taken out, and, and local anesthesia is usually included at the beginning of each category. I want all of you to understand out there, I've been doing this a long time, and they took out OSHA, which we could have used for PPE. That was a, a D1350 code. Oh, my God, am I supposed to mention 1350? This is a free podcast, though, so they can't oh, charge. They can't yeah, charge okay. me for saying that. No, you can't. They own. They have. They have the rights to the CDT code. So if I we mention, won't, we won't be getting a phone call because this is a free podcast. That's right. So okay, we'll just erase, erase, erase D thirteen fifty. I didn't mention D thirteen fifty, so I'll be forget D thirteen fifty. We'll just call it OSHA. They don't own the descriptions, but they own the the code. Okay, just okay. want to be clear. So Move on. they they t- <laughs> they moved they removed OSHA. They removed acid etch and bonding. They removed um, anesthetic. Anesthetic. Well, they well, they've they, attempted. It's yeah. still in the in the book, and and they they take now they're they go after frequency. You guys, they go after frequency. Oh, um, perio charting uh, used to be like its own code, and then they used to have. Um, oh, there's one more I'm forgetting, but the, but these are. It, it's like anytime anything has frequency to it, that's the things they're going after, and that's why they're going after buildups. Buildups have a high frequency rate with crowns, so they're they're trying to attack those. And so when you unbundle, my goodness, in that battle with the insurance companies, they're tra- protecting you. Tracy, Tracy clearly pointed out that uh, no unbundling is actually more ethical, more transparent. And better for the patient to understand what the procedure actually was that they did. And anything with, this, with a, a code description and a fee on our contract, we should be able to charge for that. And that's, that's just simple. And think about anesthetic people. I really want to drill, you, drill on that for a second. Because medical charges for it, veterinary charges for it, chiropractics charge for it. And we don't charge for it. And all of you have been duped. All of you. When you think you should include that in a procedure, I'm just going to flat out call you out on that and say you're, you're not only wrong, but you're wrong. That is a procedure with cost of goods and time involved. That should not be inclusive to any procedure. Neither should other codes like clinical crown lengthening, gingivectomies. Anything with a CDT code should not be included in the procedure. You need to stop agreeing to those terms you need to push back. And that's what we did with House Bill 359 here in Utah. All of you need to get a hold of that and you need to take that to your association. Good luck with that. You're probably better off just doing it yourself, getting a lobbyist and finding somebody you can work with in your, in your uh, state uh, representatives or Senate. But it's, it's like enough already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's, that's such a pet peeve of mine. So stop giving away dentistry. Stop caving to the insurance companies. So they will take everything from us they possibly can. Okay. All right. That's Here's the, the last one here. More protection. More protection. <laughs> <laughs> protection from other types of billing that can increase cost to patients. What the heck? 
Protection from other types of billing that can increase costs to patients. My favorite is, well, Rob, we, we don't think it's good for the public to, to have to pay for something twice. <laughs> and again, anesthetic was actually brought up by the insurance companies. We don't think they should pay for a buildup when a crown, it should just be inclusive to the crown. It, it's like, okay, some of the codes are not even paying for the first time. And you guys are, are trying to tell us that, that we shouldn't charge for that. It, you're protecting the patient from being billed for services that are actually performed. Unbelievable. It says, it continues because they like the word protection again. This protection can occur because participating dentists are required to honor Delta Dental claims processing policies, which drives me insane because how often are those policies updated and changed without our knowledge or consent? That's one of the things that uh, we're going to try to attack in 2022. Have you guys ever signed a contract in your entire life that's fluid, that moves, that changes, that, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, it, it would be like signing a contract to buy a car or a house and, you know, okay, there's, there's variable interest rates you can't get, floating interest rates, but no, we typically lock in those interest rates. That's the smart thing to do. How about you buy life insurance? You're paying a a certain amount each month. You buy uh, anything that's under contract. For heaven's sakes, you guys buy a practice, you know? Does the dentist all of a sudden jack up the price on you or or make you uh, alter the deal mid-stride and you never agreed to that? What would you guys do? You'd hire an attorney. And you'd go after them, wouldn't you? Yet we have allowed insurance companies to alter contracts at will. Who does that? And you know what their excuse was when we battled that one with them? They know we're coming at them next year. Remember their excuse? It's, well, if, if if we didn't have you sign a contract that says we can change the contract anytime we want, then... Every time we make a change, which they, oh, you just yeah. brought up, and this uh-huh. is my whole point. You brought it up in their handbook. When you asked them, how many times do you change that handbook and you never notify us? And he goes, the one insurance dude goes, uh, well, um, you know, I don't know how many times. And <laughs> it's like, how about often would be a fine definition. <laughs> it's a good description, often. Well, you know what they said. They'd, they'd have to require signatures every single time, Trace. Yep. Well, you know what? Maybe you guys shouldn't alter those contracts all the time to benefit your bottom line insurance companies. Maybe you should just honor a contract on an annual basis, change it annually instead of when you're losing money throughout the year and you all of a sudden aren't paying on things because you have to report to your shareholders. And then I know Delta Dental, well, we don't have shareholders. We're not for profit. <laughs> yeah. When you have to report to your board that you're not, they're not going to get their $30 million bonus this year. They're only going to get their $20 million bonus and then they get all ticked off. Don't even go there with me. We got you. We know what you're up to. It's out there in the open. Okay. Sorry, Trace. I digress. Oh, that's okay. Just in closing, here we go. As a Delta Dental member, you have the freedom to visit any licensed dentist. However, (laughs) you receive the greatest benefit coverage when you see a participating Delta Dental PPO dentist participating at more than 3,000 locations in this state. You can search for those dentists by visiting blah, 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 blah. When, and then they finish it with, when you choose a participating Delta Dental PPO patient, dentist, excuse me, you pay less out of pocket and get more. <laughs> Sorry, I got to laugh at this one. You pay less out of pocket and get more coverage. 
Really? Wow. More coverage. More coverage. Hey, guess what? Do you cover, do you, do you allow patients to receive 100% of your services, Dr. Rob? Or do you have limits according to, you know, people walking off the street? That's ridiculous. That, no, they don't get more coverage. They get less coverage. That is, that is such a, that's, that's a false statement. That's false advertising. Yeah. Let's talk about downgrading those posterior crowns. Bundling, downcoding, down- non-billable, non-payable. Missing tooth clauses. Oh, my gosh. They get clauses. so much more coverage. And then, you know what you guys are doing out there? You're providing the coverage free of service if you don't know how to bill them correctly and put that cost onto the consumer, which is your patient, which is exactly where the money should come from if the insurance company doesn't cover it. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> going in for a procedure here in a few weeks. It's my, <laughs> my favorite procedure. I've only had one done before. I never wanted to have another one. I'll try to and, get it recorded next time. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. And it's pretty funny. The, uh, I'm not going to disclose what it is, but some of you older practitioners, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, my insurance apparently only pays for a pill to swallow to clear me out, but the uh, liquid is way better and healthier for you, according to the pharmacist. But my insurance now doesn't cover that. So if I want the better stuff, I have to pay 170 bucks on out of pocket for it. That's correct. I would have paid 500 to have the better stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. No, give me the discounted <laughs> stuff, Dr. Rob. No, I want the discounted <laughs> stuff that might, might cause that procedure to have to be done again. Okay? So, no. No, I do, you know, it's, it's like we are seeing this in medical now. And, and Dennis, stop, stop giving it away. Just stop treating to the insurance company. This whole thing with, with Delta just is cracking me up. But, and, and as Delta goes, the others go. And, it, and that's what we see all the time. And it's like they're, they're, they're driving down costs and make, putting it on us. And if you don't know how to put it back to the patient per their contract and per state law, you're just upside down. And this, this poor dentist, Trace, he's like, you know, he's like, oh, the burden's off my shoulders. I got rid of these guys. You know, good for him. There, there's another way to do it through our training, but... You know, I'm proud of him. For, I am so proud of him. That's you know, something that's very difficult, especially if you have more patients that tend to be in a specific, with a specific insurance company. I can, um, I can think of about 50 of, our, 50 of our clients that if they gave up Delta, kill them. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would. It would it'd crush your practice. There's a lot of companies out there um, that try to teach you to get rid of your insurance plans. Just get rid of them. Go fee for service. And a lot of our guys here in Utah have tried to do that, and they've gone. They've filed bankruptcy. The ones that haven't filed bankruptcy that tried to do it, hurry. They they recognized much sooner what was happening to their patient base, and they got signed back up on them. Then contacted all their patients, let them know that they were taking the insurance again, and they were able to rescue their patient base and save their practices. And uh, make a pittance of an income off of them. Well, it just they did that. But. It makes me just overall sad. I mean, we were, we were joking at this whole. This letter was just ridiculous. But but think of it from that patient perspective. According to them and what they see on those EOBs with submitting fee for service, shouldn't do that. They they're thinking, well, I love my dentist, but if I'm at a network 
there are other people I can see and I'm going to save money. And, and we need to retrain those patients to look at things from a different perspective. You get what you pay for. And let's be honest, guys. Let's be honest. When it, so many of you that are in network and you don't have the business knowledge base that we have that we train on here at MPMB, it's a race to the bottom. You got a team member that's looking for supplies at the cheapest place you can find them constantly. You have labs. We, I literally have had insurance companies, when we've investi- done our investigation, they have literally told me that maybe I should be ordering my crowns offshore and that will help increase my profit margins off of their contracted fees. Nothing, nothing makes me more just turn bright red and want to scream when I hear an insurance carrier tell me that. You need to buy cheap on cheap, Rob. That's literally what they what mm-hmm. they have said so many times, hasn't it been? Oh, we, I've heard. I've heard also join a DSO. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. That way you'll that be able to have more negotiation power to get a cheaper crown or or unit, whatever it is, from the lab. Well, that sounds fantastic. What better, corners are they going to cut? Better buying power from Shiner Patterson if you are in a big group practice. So you should just sell out or go work for them. No. That, that's no. You don't have to do that, you guys. Solo practices, uh, you can do very, very well when you, know, when you know the insurance rules and regulations and when you know state law uh, better than they do. But can you imagine... Can you imagine the relationship you have with a patient and you've just told all your patients that you can still, you'll still take Delta Dental Insurance, but in order for you to do, do higher quality dentistry, you can no longer take their contracted fees because you can't have both quality and low price. It just doesn't happen. And, and access, that's the whole thing with medical. That's, that's why socialism does not work. And that's why it's, that's what they're trying to push us all to in this, in our country nowadays. So can you imagine having your patient receive that letter? That would just like froth you as, as their provider. And then you've got to go try and, uh, that's driving a wedge between the doctor patient relationship. Now you've got to go rebuild that with the patient, but you're going to get a large percentage of them that will up and leave. And that's just the, the, uh, unfortunate truth. Well, we just wanted to share that with you guys, uh, that what you're up against and we want to help you better understand laws, state laws on non-covered services. And boy, if you, if you're in your state, you don't have these laws that are starting to protect dentists and the patients we serve, please contact us, call us. We can help you with that. Uh, we can give you ideas. We can show you the law that we passed. We can give you uh, copies of other state laws from some of the other states we, we are, we're not just a consulting company wanting you to come in and do our training. We're here to serve. We're here to help whether you're a client or not. I hope you guys uh, remember that. And uh, please don't hesitate to give us a call. Trace, anything you want to add? Hey, congrats to that one doctor. I'm very, very proud of you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for being with us today. To learn more about our guaranteed, no-risk clinical business of dentistry training that is changing dental practices for the better, just go to our website, mypracticemybusiness.com, and surf our pages for additional information about our company. 
When you're ready, give us a call and get scheduled for the best training you'll ever experience. Those are the words of our clients, not us. Our mission statement is simple. We increase the net revenue of dental practices with our key methods, tools, and training utilizing everyday need-based dentistry. We believe that there's never been a more important time than now for dentists to know what we know, and that is, one, how to compete with Retail America, two, how to be profitable with dental procedures, especially those performed on patients with dental insurance plans, three, how to place oral health care at the forefront of patients' discretionary spending, and four, how to ethically, legally, and morally be paid fairly for the services you provide. All of us here at My Practice My Business know exactly how to help you implement each of those talking points and more with our key methods, knowledge, and training. Our clients' testimonies say it all. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you soon at the My Practice My Business training facility located in the Salt Lake City, Utah area. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call us. Thank you again and have a fantastic day.